Hello and welcome to the Stoic Society Podcast. My name is Asif Yusuf, your host, and today we're going to be talking about, well, the truth. And you might be wondering, well, what truths am I going to be hearing? What things am I going to be hearing or watching if you are watching this on YouTube? And well, the truth is that there's a lot of things that are being pushed on us as just society and as people that are extremely negative and that are just pinning us against each other instead of actually us seeing that, you know, some of these agendas, some of these things are threats to us as people. And you might be wondering, well, what are those those things, right? Um, the first one comes from men feeling like they are being emasculated, right? Men feeling like they're being told to act more feminine than they should be. And then women are here trying to become more masculine than they should be, right? And it's not inherently bad if women want to have competitive, want to be competitive, want to go into these working fields and, and doing what, what they feel like should be done. I'm all for that, but we don't need to bring down men in order to do that or tell men that they shouldn't have these opinions or voice these ideas, even though those ideas aren't necessarily new. They're just things that have been done in the past that have proven to work, right? You might be wondering, well, what are those things? What are these these things or these ideas? Well, things like what traditional men and what were the difference between traditional men and modern men, right? If you look at um, if you ask any woman, they want a traditional man, right? You ask them what that looks like. They want someone who is strong. They want someone who is capable. They want someone who can provide for them. They want someone who can give them a sense of security. Okay, cool. Those are all great things, all right? If you look at the modern man now, they're more they're more leaning towards their feminine side. They don't necessarily go to the gym to be able to be healthy. They don't eat the correct foods so that way they can maintain that physique. They aren't doing... Um, jobs or working in fields where they're feeling like they or where they're not working in fields or job areas that are actually giving them that masculine value and there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing necessarily wrong with that except if you're a man and you're looking for a specific type of lifestyle that comes from um, it may make might come from watching TV. You know, you might sit there and you might see somebody that you want to look like or you want to become and you're not that person yet, right? For me, whenever I saw the uh, old school videos of um, Bruce Lee training or of Muhammad Ali in the ring or of all these different figures, it made me want to look exactly like them or made me want to pretty much be almost like them. And it helped me as, you know, as just, just as a man to sit there and be like, okay, cool, this is what... I enjoy, you know, I enjoy the whole fighting. I enjoy looking and having my physique a certain way to where if I look in the mirror, I'm like, okay, cool. That right there is the fruits of my hard work. And um, we don't necessarily have a lot of that because a lot of these, a lot of these feminists, a lot of these ideas are being pushed that men who go to the gym are seen as, you know, they're, they're seen as just extremely negative people, toxically masculine or people or guys who sit there and say they don't want to you know necessarily dress as women they just want to be like a man well it's seen as oh so you're not going to accept these other people's values like no i didn't say that i just don't think that it aligns with my beliefs and my and who i am as a person so a lot of it has to do with traditional values and traditional belief 
so whenever you whenever you ask a a modern woman like you know what they find what they find attractive in a man right normally it comes with those things that i had listed listed before sense of security you know sense of strength and all these things that are typically traditionally masculine you don't find those traditional masculine values in any man who leans towards modern ideas right you might find it in some but not all and as as everybody says the exception doesn't make the rule so because only a small percentage of modern men are able to do the things that traditional men can do they don't actually set the rule for it we recognize that you're there but you guys don't set the rule unfortunately because you guys are outweighed by um a lot of these modern men not being able to i mean there's men out here that don't even know how to change a tire you know what i mean so take that as you will a lot of um, these issues are stemming from the idea that we don't need traditional masculinity anymore and that should be abolished. But if you really think about it, the people who are considered to be traditionally masculine, or even in this case, since it's since we're talking in a modern sense, they would be considered toxically masculine. There's pos- job positions out there that we still need. Things like policemen, firefighters, anybody in the military that is serving in the past or even now you know there's certain things that we do need that help protect us so that way we don't end up in just very negative situations right if i went outside right now and i got jumped by three guys i'm gonna try my best to help defend myself but at the end of the day if there's cameras or whatever around i'm also gonna call a police officer you know down i'm gonna be like yo this just happened these are the descriptions that I have of these people. I try my best to defend myself in these situations. They didn't necessarily do anything. You know, they didn't take anything. You know, I may, might be a little hurt, whatever the case may be. However, I still managed to defend myself. But in most cases nowadays, men will tr- sit there and try and defend themselves. And as soon as they see themselves in a losing situation, they tend to just give up. And I feel like that is something that is highly negative. That is something that is going to make you look like I guess you say it's going to make you look like a bitch. It's going to make you look like uh, a, a girl in this sense, right? If you ask a woman, okay, if I went out in a fight and as soon as I got hit, I just decided to go to the floor and, you know, not do anything after that, a lot of women are not going to enjoy that. That is the unfortunate truth. So even today, modern women want traditionally masculine men or some trace of it, you know, anybody that could provide protection and safety to them. And kind of leading on to the next point is that, you know, therapy, therapy doesn't necessarily work, at least from, from what I, what I see. So the reason why I say that specifically therapy for men, and the reason why I say that is because therapy for men is a lot different than therapy for women. Understandable that there are men out here who go to therapy because they have depressive issues. They have issues that they need to get off the chest. That is understandable. You know, I'm not saying that you shouldn't go to therapy, but there's a certain thing. There's certain things that women do versus that men do that um, are more appropriate for, I guess, the gender roles, right? So as a woman, you can go to a therapist, talk out your issues, talk out your frustrations, and that's good. That is absolutely amazing. I mean, if you had, like, let's say you were married or you had a boyfriend and he's not sitting there just he's the only thing he's trying to do is solve your problems instead of sit there and just listen to you you know you kind of get irritated at that after a while and us as guys we tend to be problem solvers we tend to be 
you know, typically leaning towards, okay, this is the issue. Let's attack it until it's solved. And for us, therapy is something that is kind of not going to help with that, right? There are certain issues where, yes, therapy is massively, massively important. But for the most part of it, what should be done for men who are, you know, facing depression or if they have any sort of um, bad habits such as drug abuse, alcohol abuse, all this other stuff, right? The best way to rehabilitate them is to show... is to show them a version of themselves that is to show them a version of themselves that is able to help them relate. So what I mean by that is if I was an alcoholic, right? Or if I was doing if I was abusing drugs and it felt like there was no way out, it felt like I was in hell. If you showed me a guy who was in my position and he made it out of exactly where I'm at right now, and you kind of take me to these people and help me meet them and all this other stuff, I will be able to find ways to dig myself out of it, no matter how bad the situation is. That's always going to happen. And I feel like that is being, you know, kind of stripped away slowly and little by little. They want more men to go to therapy, more men to do this, more men to do that. But it's like, no, men weren't necessarily meant to talk out about how they feel. Men were supposed to act if they have a negative emotion, if they have depression, if they have all these negative things coming at them. They're supposed to take these negative things and try and turn it into something positive. So they need to act on that emotion in a positive sense right what ends up happening if you have guys who just only talk about their feelings and or either just bottle it up and don't even try and talk to other men and figure out how to get out of these situations what tends to happen is you you have people who are highly emotional you have school shootings you have rapists murderers all this all this negative stuff stems from them either a holding in their emotions or b being told to consistently just lash out and it's okay to you know let out their emotions and all this other stuff granted vulnerability is is something that is great you know but for us men the way that we are vulnerable is if we are able to be is is if we are comfortably able to speak to another man in specific about our problems so that way we can sit there and solve all of these issues that we may have that's 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 how it is you know if you look just look at um for example in the past right in well i guess we go back into the spartans right let's look at the spartans the way that they were able to get over a lot of their issues whether it was physical whether it was anything that had to do with any other nations they would simply take charge and go and just fight they would just attack they would just do things that constantly they would just sit there constantly be in battle and the people that they had around them they could trust enough to be able to say hey you like, you know, you got my back, I got yours, all this other stuff, right? You see that often in the military, right? Whenever people have um, issues or if they're feeling like they're they're not there yet or they're not sick or if they are sick and if they're feeling depressive because they're not seeing their family, if they're feeling down because they're not able to do or they're not able to see certain people or do certain things and they're missing out on a whole lot, right? They'll often sit there and say, yo, like, you know, they'll usually get into like a good circle of like 10 guys and they're all helping this one dude. They're all sitting there. All right, cool. This is what we're going to do. You know, it's that it goes back to that old saying that um, how fast do Marines swim? Well, they swim as fast as the slowest swimmer. And what that means is that you have camaraderie between 
your your brothers because essentially that's what we all are if, if you guys i mean if you guys are religious and what it brings back is that whole camaraderie sense that you know these guys have my back and i should have theirs but at the same time if somebody is down and if they're not able to still maintain who they are and they're going down some sort of route that you see is not good for them then you should sit there and tell them like yo like i see this is not a good path for you let's fix this right or if somebody comes to you and says yo i need help because this is what's going on and you know you don't berate them you sit there and say yo you're you're a man but let's let's talk this out you know we we got this we can we, we can figure out some sort of situation or we can figure out a way to be able to get rid of that you know if it, if it requires us to change who you are right now so that we can become better let's do it right and it's not necessarily hard anybody can do it i mean if you look at people who go to the gym right a lot of people start off skinny and there are a good amount of people that start off fat, right? Me, I started off extremely skinny. I actually started off extremely underweight. And after about, you know, just I'll be in the gym. There'll be dudes who are, you know, looking extremely big next to me. And I'm like, yo, you know, I want to I get like that. So I'm going to ask them, how do I get there, right? Granted, it might be intimidating. It might be scared at first to even ask for help in certain things. But once you do, you realize that, man, a lot of these people and – a lot of these people are in similar positions to you. So that's why they're able to give you the correct advice that you need. And that's just that's just been my experiences as a man trying to, you know, find his path, trying to find his calling. It's difficult. I will say it's difficult. It is a highly, highly difficult thing to do to be able to sit there and say, yo, I need help. You know, just asking for help in general is, is something that is that is more difficult. The next point is ways to become more masculine, right? So I thought a lot of, thought a lot about this. And in my eyes, the ways to become more masculine isn't necessarily to sit there and be, um, you know, it doesn't matter on how many women that you date. It doesn't matter on how many cars that you own, how much money you have, right? I feel like the way to become more masculine is to sit there and understand that, yo, even though I might be feeling like shit, even though I might be feeling like I can't do much, um, I still get up. I still do the things that I need to do because I have people that rely on my ability as a man. So that way, you know, they also have a good life. It's like this. Men are able to change the environment that they are around based on how they are. Right. What I mean by that is if I see that, yo, I want to be or I want to get more money, for example. Right. And what that money will lead to is not having any financial hardship. Well, I'm going to sit there and find ways that I can um, work or it's either working a lot more harder at the job that I'm already currently at or even finding a second job and sacrificing time with my family or time with whatever to be able to put out this um, or just to be able to bring in more money and to have my outputs go larger and larger and larger day by day. Essentially, what ends up happening is you end up obviously accumulating more money in the sense that and what it will allow is you can... um, you'll be able to support your family a lot better, right? So if you can hold on to traditional masculine values and what those what those values are is, you know, whenever things need to get done, you just do it regardless of how you feel. Um, granted, you know, there's going to be days where you're obviously you're like sick and you can't get out of bed. You know, those days, of course, take it easy. But if you, if you feel like, oh, if just yesterday you felt perfectly fine, but today you're like, man, you know, I'm a little bit sluggish. 
I still get up. You know, we got shit needs to get done. You got people that rely on you. There's this whole thing about, you know, yeah, if, if you're if you're um, tired or whatever, just chill out. Granted, if you're tired, yeah, sure, you can you can you can kind of sort of chill out. But as a man, if you are in a very very hard place or in just a difficult place in general, I don't suggest chilling out necessarily. But I do suggest taking it easy and seeing where you know where you can go to still bring in something that is going to help relieve some of that stress some of that pain because if you sit there and you get disciplined today today is going to be harder but tomorrow is going to be easier right if you consistently make excuses today it's going to make today easier but tomorrow harder so might as well just get up discipline yourself go through it and shoot who knows you might end up making a new opportunity today maybe tomorrow maybe in the next month or in the next year you never know where you're going to end up if you just get disciplined and keep going right um a lot of the stuff that's being pushed onto us men nowadays is to just sit down and take a chill pill and do all these other things, right? It's causing us to be lazy. I mean, I was in that same boat too, where I felt lazy and all this other stuff, but it's like, oh yeah, I'm just, I'm just depressed and that's it. But that's not entirely the case. What the issue was that I was just, yeah, I was just being pretty much in this um, whole, how should I put it? I was basically brain brainwashed at this point you know all the way from from school all the way to adulthood it was always yeah you know the way that our statuses are measured is by how many women we have or the people that we date or the people that we know or how much friends we have and it's like no the the our value as a man comes from what we can provide for people around us it doesn't even need to be family it could just be you know friends if you have a small friend group even what can you do as a man to help provide for those people and makes life even easier for them because in turn it'll also make life easier for you right if you could teach people how to become better like that that right there is is a skill in itself because not a whole lot of people know you know some some guys are out here just going and winging it you know and there's nothing wrong with that but it, it will cause, um, well, it'll cause just kind of a this whole sparsity. Like you're not going to be able to associate with anybody if you just keep all your information bottled up and just hold it off to yourself, right? Now more than ever, I feel like we need guys who know what they're doing to be able to come forth and say, yeah, like this is how I got here. This is how I got there. This is how I managed to get this. This is how I managed to get that. This is how I manage and help provide for my family, right? Things like that. And for my women out there, you know, you don't want to um, hold anything against men that are working their ass off. You know, if they're working and if they're sitting there going, I don't know, over 80 hours a week, you know, if they're not home all the time and they're out there making money, especially, I mean, if they're in the military too, you know, like those guys are rarely at home. But if they're out there trying to make money for for you guys, you guys need to like you, you know, your family, if you're married to anybody that's in, in the service or just doing jobs where they're gone for long hours of the day, please, please, please do not leave that person. Do not leave their side. Do not, you know, don't sit there and try and cheat. Don't do all these things because what that man has isn't that he's sitting there and trying to oppress you or trying to force you to just be at home no he's sitting there when he's at work and he's eating the food that you made he's thanking you for that food and the way that he's thanking you is by making sure that you at home are able to sit there and you know be with your children 
watch TV, be able to live comfortably at home. Meanwhile, he's there taking on the harsh realities of the world to make sure that you guys are comfortable. And I feel like a lot of that tradition is also lost in just a sense of, you know, wanting women to be empowered and all this other stuff. Granted, you know, I do agree that, yes, back then women were oppressed, but now it's like, I, it's, it's difficult to say. It's difficult to say because I don't think that women are oppressed now, right? And you might be wondering, oh, that's a bit sexist. Not necessarily. And the reason why I say that is because they want to bring up this whole thing about wage gap and this whole thing about the patriarchy. It's like, well, the entire time that I was working, and I, I used to work for uh, for Target. The entire time that I was working there, I had people who were making more than me, and it was typically women. But the thing was that the reason why I know that they were making more than me was because they had more experience and they were there for a longer time. I wasn't mad at them for making more than me. They just had skills that I didn't have at that time. So why would I be mad? You know, and people fail to realize that. Nowadays, it's not about if, if, if I went in and applied for a similar position as another woman and we're both starting and we're both just getting into that industry, then we're going to get paid the same. But if I have, you know, experiences on hand that will help me further my, um, my output in that job category or wherever I may be working, then guess what? I'm most likely going to get paid more because of the experience and the skills that I have. That is something that we fail to realize, you know, it's not about like th this whole thing about a wage gap isn't it's not real because it's not about women just getting paid less than men. It comes down to our baselines as people because there are, there are multiple men making more money than other men. And even though and they're in the same same category of 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 of, of work, it just depends on your experience and it depends on your time and all this other stuff. So. That's that's just my take on that whole thing, that the wage gap is fake. I'll be honest with you. And a lot of people don't like to hear that. It's like, well, men are out here taking on a lot more difficult jobs, a lot more higher paying jobs because they have a duty in order to protect and provide for the women that they have in their family or, or not even women, just their women and children. Right. So it, it just comes down to our duty as men to be able to sit there and be like, yo, this is what. This is why we do all these things. This is why I'm out here working, you know, 80 hours a week is because I have people to feed. I have family to take care of. I have people who look up to me who want me to um, be better, right? And, I mean, it just it really just comes down to the baseline of what we were taught when we were younger. I come from a highly traditional family. I come from a religious family. And it's and, – and we we were born – or we were born and raised on an uh, island, in Fiji and very very difficult very very you know it's a very different world out there compared to where I live now in America so coming from there to here is it was a crazy experience you know I didn't know that shoot I didn't even think that <clears throat> that internet was widely available <laughs> to other homes I thought it was just oh you know if you had enough money for for internet then there you go then you, you got internet right or you have to buy your internet and all this other stuff and it would require x amount of money now here's just what for us we're just paying like 50 bucks a month there you go you have wi-fi and a router there you, there it is that's all you need whereas out there it's like okay you don't have wi-fi up in a fucking mountain all right well you got to go and drive 20 minutes to your town so that way you can have um that way you could go to their uh, little internet cafes and work over there 
you just had to make shit work. So, I mean, I was taught traditional values. I know a lot of other men were taught traditional values, and I feel like all those values should be taught, you know, should be taught not just to our kids if we have, if you guys are planning to have kids in the future, if you have kids right now, but it should also be taught in the form of, you know, podcasts, in the form of just doing YouTube videos, things like that. I feel like it should be taught. So that's basically the goal of of this podcast. I understand, you know, in the beginning, it's going to be rough, but we'll get to where we want to be eventually. Um, That's pretty much all the time that I have for today. So, you know, I hope that you gain some knowledge out of this. And once I get comfortable to showing my face and being able to talk with a mic and everything, I'm pretty sure I'll be able to create more better things for people to watch. But I mean, for first time, I don't think it's necessarily bad. Anyways, Thank you for watching and thank you for listening. And I hope that you guys have, you know, a good rest of your week. Um, Or actually a good day. I'm most likely going to see you tomorrow as well. So, bye-bye.